Hey guys, have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often, I've been recording it in my car while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app, and then it makes sure it goes after iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. It, they take care of everything, distribution. They help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out. What up, Buffalo Wild Wings? We are Section 336. We're a Baltimore sports podcast. We'll be talking O's baseball all the way up to the start of the Red Sox game, Red Sox Orioles game at 710. In the meantime, we'll talk Orioles, Orioles baseball, and we're going to give away some prizes. We have a table full of prizes to, to give away, including the grand prize at 830. Is that the right time? 830? 830. 830, we're going to give away four tickets to the Orioles game. Bert, do you want to help me with, with the details of those tickets? We have four tickets to Orioles versus Blue Jays this Friday, fireworks night. Nice. At Camden Yards, lower level, four seats for Orioles game this Friday night. So Friday night Orioles tickets we'll give away at 8.30. Uh, we're going to send our intern around in a minute, uh, and you can sign up to become part of the Buffalo Circle. All you need to do is put your name on there to be in the drawing to win Orioles tickets and also really a whole bunch of other prizes that we're going to give away throughout uh, the show between now and 8.30. All right? All right. Let's go, Josh. Buckle up, birds, be ready to ride. Your host, Matt Josh, a bird, are ready to fly. Baltimore's best, section 336. The number one sports broadcast gets you fixed. What's the news? Let's talk about Buck, our favorite Orioles. What's the latest lineup? Home runs and stolen bases. This is a trip. Stay tuned in at 336. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. I am your endearingly stuttering host, Matt Sroka. As always, I'm joined by the zany Burt Rohde. What's up, Matt? What's up, Buffalo Wild Wings? What's up, 336ers? And I'm also, we're also joined by, by the button lover, who, as always, is given the intern instructions. Hey, yeah. button lover. Just trying to get him to help me out with how it sounds out there, make sure we're clear. We haven't been here since football season, so you know things change. Yeah. It's been, it's been like six, nine months, something like that. So I want to make sure that we have a good level out there and that we're clear. It's true. We, we are Section 336. We do uh, a live, well, we do a show every week, every Tuesday at 630. Uh, se- I just made that time up. 730. At 730 every there Tuesday. And then once a month, we hit up a different Buffalo Wild Wings. This month, it's Arundel Mills. Yep. And this is actually our third Buffalo Wild Wings appearance for the 2016 Orioles baseball season. What's a, do you know the record for that? I do. We are 0-2 oh. going into tonight. So hopefully tonight we get our first win, Section 336, at a Buffalo Wild Wings location. Yeah, well, tonight's a big game, and tonight opens up a big series against Boston. Huge. Yeah, a huge series. Well, I, it's, a, it's a big series, and it's a big time that we need to bounce back. I mean, we just lost three that we should have won because of poor pitching. So now we've got a series where we've got some our better pitchers on the mound. So it's going to be it's very important. Yeah. Well, this is an interesting series 
Uh, we just are coming off of losing three out of four to the Blue Jays. Ouch. And I feel like from a week to week, because we do this every week, and one week we're ready to jump off a cliff with this baseball team. Yeah. And I, the next I, week we think we're unstoppable. I specifically remember after we got swept in Houston and struck out like 52 times, I was ready to throw in the yeah, towel. You said that the other the opponent has, fig has, has figured us out yeah. and we'll never win another game all year. Yeah, we'd never hit a home <laughs> run again. We're just going to strike out se seven to ten times every night. Uh, and then we had a nice little winning streak after we that. We swept the Yankees. Yeah. Swept the Royals. Swept the Royals. So uh, I was I was back in the high life again, as they say. Yeah, and and yeah, the the three lost the losing streak sucked. But in the past week, we've gone three and three, so we're at 500. So thankfully, we had that nice start at the beginning of the season that we get to still hang out here, tied for first with the Red Sox. Yeah. So here's my question. I'm not going out on a limb to say the Red Sox and Blue Jays are better than the Yankees. They're probably at this point in the season better than the Royals. Yeah. Is is our getting beat so badly by the Blue Jays? And all the games were close, but we lost three out of four. Is that more a product of the Orioles playing better teams and we're not quite that good and we can beat up on the bad teams? Does it say more about the opponents or does it say more about the Orioles at this point in the season? Wow. I would say it has a lot to do with the opponents. The Blue Jays are no joke. Um, and they're going to get after anybody's pitching, no matter who you throw at them. Right. When you happen to throw Tyler Wilson and Ubaldo Jimenez, they're really going to go after them. And after you've drained your starters and you have to go to the bullpen night after night after night, they're going to drain your bullpen no matter how good they are. Not, not to mention we've been playing without O'Day for this series, which is the, the, one of the stronger points of your bullpen. Well, and they've been playing most series without uh, Batista. Sure, it always goes back and forth. Right. But, but the, the tough part is that both Saturday and Sunday in Toronto were winnable games if we just got okay pitching, if we didn't get just the worst pitching possible. Oh, that, that, that's an interesting take. See, I, I took the view of good for us for making the game because we had no business even making that, those games close. No, see, I think our offense was there. Our offense showed that they can hang with these teams. The question is, do we need, in order to win this division, do we need really, really good pitching, or can we squeak by with okay pitching? Well, that's not even that's a dumb question, Josh. I think with okay pitching and this offense, we'd be all right. And there's not a if single person with half a brain who would disagree with you. Right. The problem is our pitching has not been okay. Right, yeah. right. So, so which brings us to Abado Jimenez. But it has been until this weekend. Which brings us to Abado Jimenez. Yeah. That, a couple weeks ago, Bat, that was your boy. I know. And you were trying to convince us how awesome he was and how <laughs> Orioles fans shouldn't give up on Obaldo Jimenez. I think that was Josh. I don't know. I don't know. We might want to yeah, go back and check the tape. You had a whole page of stats, war and woozle-wuzzle and babip or something. I don't remember. I don't <laughs> recollect that conversation. But it just, it just came out that Obaldo Jimenez will be moved to the bullpen. Okay. Doug Walter said it. He's going to be moved to the bullpen. Is this the right answer for Obaldo Jimenez? And what do you do? It, who it's still owed something like $20 million signed this year and next year. What do you do with the Baldo Jimenez? It's your only option. because You have other options. Cut him. No. And who pitches? You had a backup. Your backup starter was Vance Worley. Vance Worley went on the DL today. Mm, stepped therefore, in a pothole. Therefore, yeah. guess who's now your emergency starter? Ubaldo Jimenez. That was, but, but the Vance Worley thing was awkward because it was a groin thing, and then he said it was feeling better. Yeah. Right. And then he started to feel better, and then he went on the DL. So it wasn't well, his call. Groin injuries are always awkward. 
Yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying that the time, it was just a convenient timing for, sure. for the DL stint. Sure. So the Orioles it, it have other options. Mm, Absolutely, they do. No. Josh, you always have options. I would say the next option is the guy they just brought up today in Odrissimer Despagne. Well done. Well Thank played. you. I practiced. A, a guy who has shown nothing, a little flash in the National League, but nothing for us to get excited about him coming up. He's the hottest hand in the minors right now. In it's like a 1.6 ERA over the last yeah. six starts. But he, I think he's going to come in more as a, a long man to replace Vance Worley. Sure. Not as a starter. The, the, but the, I'm saying J Josh is making this false uh, dichotomy that you have no other option that you're back into a corner. You but don't. You, you run the team. You can cut Ubaldo Jimenez. You can keep him as a starter. You can, uh, or, right. or you can put in the bullpen. Those are three specific options for Ubaldo Jimenez. Right, Why right do you now. say there's no option? All right. If you, yeah, so there, there's, there's, you can't cut him at this point. As Why? much as Why? I want to cut him. Give me your five starters plus an emergency or a long man. Uh, Josh, you think right now there's someone in the minors who can pitch more than a third of an inning, which Ubaldo Jimenez did last start? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyone definitely. can pitch more than a third of an inning. Any, I could pitch more than a third of an inning. I would give anybody an opportunity spot start rather than throw Ubaldo out there again Anyone the besides Ubaldo and the intern who could pitch more than a third of the I, inning. You guys said the same thing about Miguel Gonzalez. He's now pitching okay. We could use Miguel Gonzalez size. right now, yeah. We could use him. He'd yeah. be great. So, uh, great. so if you, <laughs> well, not great, but he'd be okay. An option. And, and An option. all we need in this team is okay pitching. Yeah. So if we can get Ubaldo in the bullpen to somehow work on his mechanics, because we've seen good Ubaldo, we've seen bad Ubaldo, we've seen horrible Ubaldo. But the problem if, if we can get okay Ubaldo, that'll help us. The only time he's going to be able to work on his mechanics is in a game that's already blown out out of reach or an extra innings game no. that's in the 17th inning or something. No. They have no reason to ever put him out there again. And Dylan Bundy's that guy. Yeah. We already have that guy. D Dylan Bundy's an interesting take. He's the one that needs to work on his mechanics, not Baldo Jimenez. Bundy's the guy that shows some promise that he could be a starter. But not a, I'm not saying use Baldo in games out of the bullpen. I'm saying he's not going to accept a minor league deal. No. So let's put him in there, let him work on, on his mechanics without coming into the games and see if we can figure out what's wrong with them. Okay. Because we, we've seen too many pitchers leave and then flourish elsewhere. Yeah. That I, I, I'm not ready to give up on that because I can't see who else. I, I, I don't trust Mike Wright fully. Okay. Yeah. I, I want to get back to that point, but let me just remind people, the intern's coming around with pens and a notepad. Just put your name on there. Uh, use the pen to write the name on the notepad and then give it to the intern. We're going to put it in a bucket and we're going to do giveaways starting probably around 7 o'clock. Uh, and then at 8.30, we're going to give away some Orioles tickets. So the intern wearing the orange shirt, the backwards Orioles slash Maryland cap. Uh, so find the intern, sign up to win a bunch of free stuff. All right. So now, hold on. Did I hear Josh correctly that he said... You don't want to let Jimenez go because there's a chance he might go somewhere else and flourish, there, and you don't want to see that happen? No, I, not quite. There's okay. a zero chance that will happen. I, I, I think there's, a, there's still an upside with Ubaldo if you can fix his mechanics. Some, we've seen a good Ubaldo, so something's obviously wrong right now with him. If it's not health, it's mechanics or it's mental. And if there's any pitching coaches in Major League Baseball who've proven that they can fix a pitcher's <laughs> mechanics, it's the Orioles, yeah. right? I would bring Elrod Hendricks up. Let him, 
let him take a look. He's dead. Oh, no, not Oswald <laughs> Hedrick. How are you going to do that? Alan Mills. Alan Mills. Oh, okay. <laughs> John's going to bring people back from the dead. Why don't we bring back Earl uh, Weaver to manage the uh, team, too? I think, I think, I think, I think it's going to take I'm that to get Obama to pitch well. Yeah. you got to raise him from the dead to get him to pitch well. well <laughs> I, w I was thinking about this. After I heard that Obama Jimenez was going to the minors, I went and looked at the Norfolk rosters and the Norfolk pitching stats. Yeah, it's not good. There's literally not a name you would recognize, first of all. Right. And no one and with a winning record. And it's a bunch of guys over the age of 30 who have ERAs over six. Like, it's embarrassing. So I said, okay, fine. I get that. No one in Norfolk. I went to the Bowie roster. Sure. And again, there's a couple names you might, Tanner you, Scott. You there's ready a couple, to bring up Jason Garcia? There's a couple names you might recognize Jason Garcia. I'll tell you what. Jason Garcia, Rule 5 guy last year. This is a guy who's missing an opportunity because there is a hole here to start a pitcher. And, this, right. and, and Jason Garcia, he could be the guy that could embrace it, but his ERA is north of five at Bowie. Right. The only guy on there that has potential this year to help is a guy you should keep in mind, boys and girls, a guy named Chris Lee. Okay. Now, so currently... Yeah, he's got the fastball. Uh, throws, throws the ball pretty hard, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got a lot of skill. Um, he has a, a whip that's under one, a low ERA. The problem with him is right now <laughs> he's a young pitcher who's showing talent, so you guys can guess where he currently is at on the DL. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, so he's on the seven-day DL, so hopefully Chris Lee will come back, but that could be there's one guy, one guy to keep an eye on. And, and th this isn't a coincidence, and people have been bashing recently the Orioles' farm system, Right. which I think this is part of, Ubaldo Jimenez is part of, part of the larger discussion on what's wrong with the Orioles' farm system, right? because we don't have any pitchers to bring up. If you think about it, and I don't know if you guys have been watching, paying attention, but recently, former Orioles pitchers have been everywhere, right? The reason the no, Orioles... No, they haven't been everywhere. They've all been in Chicago. Yeah, well, a lot of them. <laughs> uh, but the reason the Orioles farm system's bad is because the Orioles have been winning for the past three years. I've been wanting to win for the past three years. And we've been trading. And, and teams that consistently want to win do two things. They trade away players to get talent, trade away prospects to get talent, and they also draft low in the draft. Well, and So those two things have depleted our farm system. And, and we did have the draft last year. I, we don't have time to really get real deep in the draft this week. But you did see with the Orioles, they drafted a lot of college pitchers. Yeah, that's beca fine. Because th they'll be ready quicker. Okay, maybe. It's, not, it's what we need. Right. But if, you, if you're another team, and if you're the Orioles and you have very limited prospects, Baseball America ranked the Orioles number 12 in 2014. Our farm system was number 12 in 2014. Not bad. Yeah, middle but, of the road. Yeah, but since then. Slightly higher. But now we're ranked 28. Ouch. Because we traded away a bunch of guys. Right. But, 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 but if you but have. Bowie won last year. Yeah, yeah. If you have a team <laughs> that has very few prospects um, and you want to get the most bang for your buck, what do all other teams want? Young pitching. Right. So, sure. we, so are the Orioles. But the Orioles are smart, right? So the Orioles said, we won't trade our best young pitchers. We'll keep our best young pitchers. Oh, we, but we we'll just trade the, the secondary right. pitchers. So, Eduardo, uh, so starting in 2013, we traded, to get a good starting pitcher, we traded uh, Jake Arrieta for Scott Feldman. We all know how that worked out. Sure. That same year, we traded Josh Hader uh, for Bud Norris. Josh Hader was just promoted up to right. AAA. He right. killed it at Bowie. Killed it. Had his first start at AAA. Uh, pitched seven innings, gave it one run, struck out like nine. He's killing it. Right. He's like 21. But, but he Killing was not AAA. helping us 
two years ago when we needed He was pitcher. at single A, right. he far away from us. the majors. We got Bud Norris, who did help us at that point. In 2014, again, a, a, we're trying to win. We trade Eduardo Rodriguez for Andrew Miller. Yep. Yeah, that worked it's, out. And it's not like Eduardo Rodriguez at the time was a scrub. Like, Andrew Miller is one of the best relievers on the market. So you have to give up talent to get talent. Sure. And, and but Mil we traded Miller Rodriguez. Helped us, Miller helped us win games at the time. Yeah. Uh, and then, last year, Zach Davies, or as we like to call him, Zachy Daves. Zachy Daves. Uh, was, was, was traded for Gerardo Perra. Again, Zachy Daves, or Zach Davies if you prefer, the pro proper pronunciation. <laughs> um, Eduardo Rodriguez. And both those guys will be in our starting rotation now if we didn't trade them, if we weren't trying to win now the past couple years. Sure. And it wasn't that we ruined the pitchers. It wasn't that we didn't know how to develop them. It was just we, we traded them before they were old enough to pitch in the majors. Right. Right. They and weren't we, able to help us back then, so we used, right. we used them as trade bait to help us. Right. And that's all fine because we had better prospects, better pitchers. Right. The, where the Orioles really got screwed is the, those better pitching injury. prospects were Dylan Bundy and Hunter Harvey and Kevin Gossman. Those three, three years ago, were untouchable. You, can't, right. you can take right. anybody you want, guys. You can't touch Hunter Harvey, Dylan Bundy, or Kevin Gossman because they're our future. Right. And the just wacky, unfortunate, whatever you want to call it thing, is you have Zach Davies killing it with Milwaukee. You have Eduardo Rodriguez pitching decently. He's had some injuries, but pitching decently with the Red Sox. Yep. And you have Hunter Harvey can't get healthy, and Dylan Bundy who can't throw half his pitches uh, because of injury issues as well. It hurts so his it, fingers. It, so it's, just, it's a whole bunch of things that adds up to us having a bad farm system and us having no other options than minors. If those pitchers don't get hurt, or if we aren't in win-now mode and trade away those young pitchers, we're fine. Our farm system's okay. Yeah. We have other so options. So it's just it's a, it's a bunch of factors. So for this season, this current season, how concerned should I be about the state of our pitching? And is there anything we can do about it? We, when we lost in Toronto because of pitching, when we knew during the offseason that pitching was going to be the concern, when it doesn't matter how much our offense strikes out, it keeps being the pitching losing us games, yeah. how concerned should I be? It's, it's a great question. Here's the problem. And I think that the, the part of our starting pitching needs some at least depth, but probably needs better talent than it's currently on there. Right. So how do you acquire good starting pitching? You would notice when the Orioles made the only other options are you sign you, somebody, but no one's available. You trade or your you trade. other young pitcher, but which the you don't have. What, what, not only do you not have it, even if you had it, there's really no one out there to, to go get that would be a huge upgrade. There's right. a reason that when we traded, we traded for Bud Norris, a, like a number four, number five starter. He was number one in Houston at the time, though. But that, the Houston was one of the worst teams in baseball. That True. Time. Or uh, we traded for a reliever and a batter. The reason we've never traded for Johnny Cueto when he's available, a Johnny Cueto-like pitcher, or David Price-like pitcher, mm -hmm. is because we never, those are extremely expensive. Cole Hamels, those guys are the most expensive pieces on the market. Right. And we've never had a farm system to get those kinds of pieces. No. So that's impossible. And in the offseason, we're the kings of the mid-February signing for a yeah. starting pitcher. Yeah, someone when who's picking up the, the scrap heap, like yeah. your Jimenez or your Gallardos. You yeah. Know. So, so really, the, the, there is no hope. The best we can do is to trade one of our young players uh, for a, a fourth or fifth starter. And I guess if you want right. to do that route, but that's, I think that's our only... Right, right now it is we, what it is. Right now, we have two good pitchers, starters. I, I would say we have a great pitcher and a really good pitcher. All right, we have a great and a really good. Chris Tillman's great. All right. Kevin Gossman's really good. Then you have, where would you classify Wright, Wilson, 
Gallardo. Uh, Gallardo. Are, are they okay? I, have we seen Gallardo? Has Gallardo even been? Is, he's have we seen him pitch? He is going to pitch on Saturday. Right. He just pitched yesterday. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, he pitched well at AAA. His last yeah, start was yeah, good. It's triple A. He gave up a lead-up home run and then, like, nothing the whole rest of the but game. But I tell you what, Gallardo doesn't need to be great. 90 pitches. If Gallardo is freaking average, well, that's if he's what I'm saying. If six we have, innings, four runs. If we have great, really good, we just need okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Like, we need five innings, three runs. Right. Is that asking too much? And, well, and that's what we got for the first month of baseball. Right, and we can win. Right. But the problem it's, is... It's amazing Gaussman doesn't have a win yet. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It, that doesn't matter doesn't because matter. he's still pitching really, really good. Right. Th yeah, that's an important thing. But, yeah. So, I mean, it's like we always said. You can win. This team can win. If T Tillman's good, Gossman's good, this team can win with average pitching down the line. Right. Now, but the problem is how if, if, if Ubaldo Jimenez, you know, he, he's done. But if Mike Wright and Tyler Wilson right. are terrible, then it's hard to win like that. I think it'd be extremely helpful if tonight Tillman can go deep in the game. Because our bullpen, thankfully, they had the off day yesterday. But the more time we can give them a little break with Tillman today, uh, Gosman on Thursday, if those guys can go a little deep. Wilson, we've seen good and bad. So if he can get five, six innings, that's a win for him. Well, it's not, it's not just about the innings. And I know people like to make rest of the bullpen. I mean, it's about wins. Oh. And, and if you're not going to win with Tillman and, and, and Gosman, I don't know who you're going to win with. Right. So, I mean, it's important to get these wins. Right. We're playing David Price tonight. Uh, Chris Tillman, David Price, this should be a really good, a really we, good game. We normally hit pretty well against David Price. I would rather face David Price than the guy we're facing tomorrow. Yeah, that's tomorrow is the guy that scares me, the knuckleballer. Right, Stephen Wright, who made us look ridiculous. He's been making a lot of people look yards. ridiculous. I'd, I'd, I'd rather face. I mean this 100 percent honesty. I'd rather face Jake Arrieta right now than I would Stephen. Oh, Wright. agree completely. Yeah, sure. That guy's gonna wreck you for two days. Right. I mean, if we, if we. Uh, I wreck you for two days. Well, I'm serious. <laughs> you think that's true? I think I think we lose on Thursday just because <laughs> that's, that's Stephen Wright is going to mess up everybody's swing on no, Wednesday night. That's ridiculous. They're going to have to get after him early. They're going to have to get all these guys early. Get after Price early. He's a guy that can get uh, wound up if you if you hit him early in the first couple innings. Now, that's always great if we can get early. It always makes me feel a whole lot better watching the Orioles if they score early. But one thing we have seen with this team, especially in the past week or two. If they like to score late, we're seeing a lot of seventh, eighth inning. They have no choice. Three runs. They have to because it's down it, ten it, nothing or something. Right. I don't know if that's bailing out the bullpen, but they're they're not giving up, which is good to see. Yeah. My my theory is on why the Orioles always come back late is because um, the starting pitchers often throw a lot of junk. Those late inning re relievers are flamethrowers. Right. They're throwing heat, and some of the Orioles can hit. We can hit a fastball. Sure. It's when they start throwing those curveballs. We're like, hey, wait a minute. You can't do that. Right, the ball right. moves. The ball's in the dirt. You can't do that, guys. Sure. I want to yeah. remind everybody that our intern's coming around. Uh, he's getting people to sign up to be become part of the Buffalo Herd. Buffalo Soldiers. Circle. Circles. Circle. Buffalo Circles. Whatever it is. Uh, but just sign your name on there, and you're in the running to win some awesome prizes. So make sure you sign up, uh, and, and we'll give away stuff here pretty soon. Hey, uh, how many home runs do you think Mookie Betts is going to hit against the Orioles in this three-game series? He hit five in the last three-game series. Yeah. Mookie Betts <laughs> is a textbook example of a guy who was drafted a little bit lower. He never, he wasn't drafted as a power guy. Right. Like a Jose no. Altuve wasn't drafted as a power guy. Right. No. When you draft these players, you have no idea what you're going to get. No. You really don't. I mean, no one thought Mookie Betts would be a power guy. He's a power guy.
No, he's, he's like no one would say he hit 25 he home runs. supposed to be this type of guy. Yeah, you see this all the time. Yeah. So uh, just going back to the, the whole draft talk, it's, I, I think it's hilarious. And we're on Twitter. You can follow the show at Section336Show. We're on Twitter. I like following people after the draft to get their reactions. Because everyone thinks they know. When we, we, we drafted 47 uh, college and high school players, and suddenly on Twitter, everyone's an expert of all these players. And I know you knuckleheads have never seen a college baseball game. Don't even... Let alone a high school baseball yeah, game. Yeah, but you're saying uh, the Orioles really took a reach on this one, or they got a steal right. on this one. You have no idea what you're talking about. Actually, In though, fact, I, I think I need to actually watch the next time Texas A&M has a home game on television. Based on what you shared yeah, on uh, yeah. Twitter the other day, what they do with right. taunting the opposing pitchers with the ball five, ball seven. Yeah. That was some good stuff. I might actually have to watch some college baseball based on that. That was awesome. Yeah, well, that's, that's what college sports gives you, the antics from the fans. Yes. As long as you have that, uh, even if you don't know any of the names on the field. But, yeah, te Texas A&M is, is, is funny with that. Uh, tonight with Tillman, uh, we're tied for first with Boston. Huge series. Huge. Right. After this, we go to the Blue Jays. It's going to be huge. Uh, we, we are struggling with the Blue Jays. Blue Jays come home. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah you're right. They, they, they come to us at Camden Yards. Just the next seven games for the Orioles are just really important. Really important seven-game streak. Is the Blue Jays a four-game series? No, it's a, it's a three-game, and then we have a makeup with the Rangers. Uh, six games. Six games. What did I say, seven? Yeah, it's seven. Oh, it's that's annoying. Next, next Monday is the weird makeup where we have to fly to, te to Arlington play a game, and then fly back home. That's ridiculous. Who, who scheduled that? Yeah, uh, the uh, gob, I believe, in the rain. The gob? Gob. Oh, God? You know, God the rain. the rain. Ball. We're not going out to Texas at, Texas at, at, any, at any other point? I guess not. No. You think they would meet us halfway? Like we'll start flying point. your way, we start flying your way, we meet halfway. Yeah, that would be helpful, it, except it would end up as, like, we meet in Chicago. That's weird. that's where everyone from Baltimore So goes. on Monday, we play one game... Okay, so on Sunday, we're at home against the Blue Jays. Yes. Then we go to Texas for one game on Monday. Then yes. we come back for, to play the Padres for just a two-game series. Yes. yes. That's all weird. But then we get an off day, and then we're still home. But two games. Why is the two-game series versus the Padres? Isn't that weird to have a two-game series? It's what they do, and then we're going to go to San Diego for two days. Is this to make sure that baseball always has an interleague game uh, every single day? Yes. <laughs> that, I mean, that's where it comes from is the interleague play and the unbalanced schedule. Buck Showalter has got to hate that schedule, having to go to Texas for one stupid game on a Monday. Yeah, I'm sure he well, does. That's a, this is a week they would have already had the day off, Monday and Thursday. Yes. That And, and that they could have stayed home in Baltimore for two days off in the middle of the week. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it is ridiculous. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he just flies the B squad down there just to play a meaningless game and fly him back. Oh, yeah, because Buck Showalter will just throw away a game right. like that. That I sounds bet. like Buck. Yeah, because that game doesn't mean anything. What are you talking about? Oh, Dreesom or Despagne will probably start that game, and they'll bring up uh, – Giannis and Flaherty will be holding Abado Jimenez will play the long relief. <laughs> if you're doing that, just stay home. But on the, on the injury front, J.J. Hardy is starting at Bowie tonight, uh, playing shortstop. Yeah, yep. Caleb Joseph is playing at Bowie and right. doing the DH thing. Right. So Still not Hardy, ready to catch, I guess. Any chance – Hardy can come back in time for Machado's appeal. Oh, he has. They haven't had the, uh, the they hearing haven't yet. They haven't had his hearing yet. Yeah, so, yeah, I think so it, it could work out. Somehow it's working out. He's getting some, some extra time, and Hardy probably will be ready. What, well, could Hardy be ready this weekend, or does he need, like, a week? It could be as early as this weekend. Okay. We'll, we'll see how he does down there at Bowie. So if, if, we if, will see. Not I, we will see, but the Orioles will and see. And I imagine if Machado 
does have to sit out this weekend, though that might give him a little incentive to come up. I saw that uh, Hardy is playing, you said Bowie, because yeah. they're in town for three games, yes. and then they leave town, but Frederick is playing in town for three games. Right. So I don't think they're going to rush him. They, According to Rockabaco's blog, they just might move him to whatever minor league team is in town so he doesn't leave the area yeah, so he gets I'm as sure much playing time do. as they need. But I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised if they rush him over to the Orioles to help out. If Machado's yeah, suspension comes if, in, if comes that down. comes into play, I would think so. Yeah, but I mean, Gigi Hardy's been out for a while, so he's going to have several games in yes. the minors before being caught up to the majors to see how he is. He's only played in 22 games, JJ. Is that before it? He got hurt. Yeah. yeah. Well, be, be, this is going to be an interesting series. It's not a make or break series. It's still, what, 100 games left. Yeah. So we can't overreact to one series. But. No, just, it's going to be a fun series. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Two first-place teams in the AL yeah. East. It's fun. It's, it's, a, it's weird. It's, it's, after we went a few weeks without playing division baseball, now we're crammed all this division baseball in front of us. Yeah. So it, it's important to win some of these, at least. The Red Sox are throwing three of their best pitchers. We're throwing our best pitcher and two other guys. <laughs> well, no, Gallsman's going Wednesday. Wednesday's an interesting game because it's Gallsman versus Rodriguez. Right. So it's... The game Goldsman kind of needs to prove, hey, this is why you were saving me and not trading me, and you traded that other guy. Yeah, and he'll probably put in a good performance again. But like I said, the Orioles' bats will be so messed up from that knuckleballer the day before, they will <laughs> still not give him any run support on Thursday. Lock it up. <laughs> well, so if you're going to throw the B squad, maybe we should throw the B squad for the uh, Stephen Wright game. Yeah, they should. I, I would I'm, be fine I'm, with that. I'm hoping that they set up the hit machine on the Stephen Wright mode to prep for this game tomorrow. Seriously, I don't know why they wouldn't. They're professionals. Yeah, this is another reminder. I love the reminders. This is another reminder that our intern with the backward hat and the glasses is, is going around with the orange shirt, going around getting people to sign up uh, to be in the running for a lot, several awesome prizes. We got tons of stuff tonight, boys. Yeah, we do. Gift certificates, Buffalo Wild Wing sauces. There's some Natty Bow glassware here some shirts, and last but not least, four tickets to the Orioles game this Friday night against the Toronto Blue Which we're going to give away at 8.30. At Camden Yards. Yeah. One last reminder that we are Section 336. You can find us on iTunes uh, or our, our website. Section336.com. Yeah. Uh, oh, sounds good. On, on, they do this thing on Twitter called Dong City. Okay. Hashtag? Hashtag Dong City. Okay. Uh, where they say, who will go yards who, who's going to hit the home run? Who will hit the who's, first who's dong? Got the long ball tonight? Who will hit the home run at tonight's game? Okay. David Price, lefty on the mound. Yes. Uh, at Boston, you got that green monster now, in left field. Now, do mm -hmm. I have to pick an Oriole? You have to pick an Oriole. Mookie you can't Betts. pick David Ortiz or Mookie right. Betts. <laughs> so yeah. Tonight's lineup is Adam Jones, Joey Rickert, Manny Machado, Chris Davis, uh, Trumbo, Weeders, Scope, Rymel, Flaherty. Now, Chris Davis is going for that six. Six for six. Yeah. He, he, he's, he, he's five games, five, five dongs. Games. He's going for a six straight he even, home run dong. He even sat in between game one and two and still got that five. So don't think that, that yesterday's off day is going to screw him up. We could tie a club record, which he already tied with Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson. How about that for a name? Yeah, yeah. His one year in Baltimore. Do you set remember? A franchise he, record. he was an Oriole, yeah. 1976, I believe. So who are you, you taking? Well, Reggie Jackson. <laughs> uh, I'm not going... I'm tempted to go Chris Davis, but you got the lefty-lefty matchup, which makes me a little nervous. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe I'll get to the bullpen and get one off the bullpen. 
so I don't want to go there. Uh, so I think another, if you're not going to go with, with Davis, uh, the, the safest pick is Josh is wearing the, tr- Josh is wearing the, the, the shirt, the trumbo. which can also be found at section36.com. I'm going trumbo. I'm, tr- t- t- I'm going I'm a trombomb. Trombomb? I'm going to uh, go. Uh, jumbo trumbo. Jumbo trumbo. Jumbo trumbo. <laughs> That's what I'm going with. I'm going to go with uh, all-star shortstop Manny Machado. Okay. one over the monster tonight. All right. You, okay. You guys are going with the safe pick. You are forgetting what history tells us and who is one of our hottest players in Boston whenever we go to Boston who has had a pretty good week hitting the ball as well. I'm going okay. with Ryan Flaherty. Oh, but you got the lefty-lefty thing. Are you okay with that? Uh, in Boston, I am because he does play really well up in Massachusetts in front of some family. That's his hometown. It's his, I, I don't think Boston's his hometown. Oh, well, he's, his he's home, from the New England state, area. Home area. Yeah, from the New England yeah. area. He oh. al- always hits pretty well up there, and he had a, we've seen him start to hit the ball really well. Can I bring up something from before? I don't mean to yeah, go on a let's, tangent. Let's rewind. Yeah, I don't mean we, we we don't have to rewind the whole show. But we were talking about how we traded away some young prospects. Yeah. And one of them was Josh Hader. Yes. I was looking this up today. I forgot. Just things you forget. I forgot Josh Hader was an Old Mill guy. He went to high school at Old Mill. Okay. Drafted out of, from Old Mill. Yeah. Local. Local kid. I hate when we trade the local kids. Yeah. I love them when we draft the local kids. Well, hate when we trade them away. He was going to go if he didn't sign with the Orioles. Uh, obviously, he wanted to sign with the Orioles. If he didn't sign, he was going to pitch at Anne Arundel Community College. Oh, really? I, didn't know, I didn't know they had a baseball team, by the way. Apparently they do. Sure. Because that's where he would have gone. They all, uh, all the community colleges have baseball teams. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that a thing? Essex, Dundalk, all of them. Okay. Represent. Catonsville. Uh, but anyway, he well, was not only is he doing well, the, he was a local kid. Yeah, the, well, well, the Orioles did draft a local kid from Archbishop Spalding. Yeah. Tyler Blom. Oh, nice. Uh, so we'll see. He was a late round guy, but we'll see. Hopefully we'll see him. I, I also want to give a shout out to, um, to my boy, Stephen Ridings. Stephen Ridings is another local kid who was drafted in this in this year's draft. Now you, you taught him, right? Yeah, he went to Napisary Christian School. I went to high school at Napisary Christian School. I also taught at Napisary Christian School for a couple years. Taught Stephen Ridings. Great kid. Top quality kid. Was, went was to Messiah. Was he good at English as he is at, the, at pitching? Well, no, because he's great at pitching. Not to say he was a good English student, but great at pitching. Went to Messiah College. Was drafted by the Seattle Mariners. I don't know if he listens to the podcast or not, uh, but shout out to Stephen Ridings. Now, see, I think... You got I, I'm guessing he grew up an Oriole fan? No, Texas, actually. A Texas he, fan. He had a Texas connection. So, see, that's kind of even worse. That you have to be a Texas fan and then be drafted to Seattle? A division rival. You don't want to go to a division yeah. rival. At that, that level. That's like going to Savannah Park and I then know. sign in with the Yankees. Because, Josh, you've been a fanboy your whole life. You don't understand. At that level, that's true. they don't care. There, there's I mean, think about it. If you could pitch for the ma- in the majors, would you care who you were pitching for? I don't think I'd want to pitch for Toronto and have to go live in Canada. <laughs> What's wrong with Canada? Taxes know. are high. Yeah, but it seems like that every chance they get, they tell us how much better it is than America. That's yeah, true. They're and very they're, nice up there. I think there's tax incentives, too. Yeah. Uh, the, the game's about to start in about another minute here. Do we want to give away one prize before the game starts? Sure. You got the bucket handy, intern? All right. The intern's grabbing the bucket. All those who have signed up with the intern, your name is put in this bucket. We're going to draw a name. And, and hold up. Before you draw a name, Bert, what are we giving away? I kind of like what's going on here with the sauce and pint glass combo. Oh, I like that combo. You want to do that? Yeah, so we got a pint and... And that, a shirt. All right. Yeah, all three. That, that, way, that way you can put yeah. the sauce yeah. in the, in the so, cup and just chug it. It's our first winner, so you can choose your sauce uh, and get a sauce, pint glass, and a, and a cool T-shirt. There we go. All Draw right. Draw a name, Bert. 
I'm not looking. I'm not looking. I'm going to give a drum roll. All right, first winner tonight, Demario Costly. He literally just left like two minutes ago. Did he really? Yeah. He uh, just left, apparently. Yeah. What a, That's a shame. See, intern, intern his loss. Next one up. Name. You got to stay to win the prize, people. Brian Thornton. Brian Thornton in the house. Congratulations. <laughs> and if, uh, if you are a winner of any of these other prizes, we will keep you in the drawing for the Orioles ticket to 8.30. So don't, don't be upset if you win something earlier. We'll keep you in the drawing for the big prize. And more, more prizes next commercial break. Yes, so we're going to shut up so, so, so you can watch the, the game. You can find us again, section336.com. We're going to shut up, but we'll be back in the next commercial break to give away some more stuff.